Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning, everybody. What a beautiful day it is in Colorado. We are broadcasting live from the International Sportsman's Exposition. The show actually, the exhibitors are coming in. The show actually opens at 10 o'clock. I will be down here all day today and all day tomorrow. We'd love for you to come down and see us. We're going to go over a bunch of the activities here at the International Sportsman's Exposition or the ISE today. But we're also going to talk about boat ramps are opening. Ice fishing, at least at the lowest elevations, is pretty much over or winding down. And uh, the walleye fishing is going to take off. We're going to cover some of that later in the show. We're going to talk about some neat products they have down here at the International Sportsman's Exposition. And Parks is going to join us to talk about the new $29 pass that's going to be associated with your motor vehicle so that you can get a $29 Parks Pass. We're going to go over the logistics of that, how that's going to work, and what's, what's involved in that so you can understand it more. And we're going to have some giveaways today. We're going to talk about the kids' giveaway tomorrow. We'll get to that in a minute. But during the course of the show today, I'm going to give away a couple pairs of tickets. So if you're coming down to ISE, Karen will get them in will call, and you can get in free. Right now, let's go to the phones. And joining us, and he's probably on his way to ISE, is Brad Peterson. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Terry. We got a little bit of a late start. I'm going to have to call Jerry Schimmel and tell him not to run so long, but but we're doing okay. So yeah, I know you're hit. It's a it's a great day to be talking fishing. It is. It's it's uh, yeah. You're, I know you're headed down to the show today, and we have a lot going on. Um, but what I really want to talk to you today about is what you're going to be doing with in conjunction with Karen and me and a bunch of our sponsors tomorrow. And that's our family day. Uh, tomorrow's a big day for us, isn't it, Brad? We've been doing this for about, what, five years now? Yes, it is. You know, the, the ISE, the group of people there have really taken the, the banner and, and the charge of promoting getting families and, and new people into the outdoors. And, and what they've done is they've taken Sundays and really geared it towards those people that are are new to the outdoors, or maybe you're looking for a new activity to do. You know, maybe they've, uh, you know, they've hiked in the past and they want to learn how to fish, or, you know, they've, they've fished in the past and maybe want to pick up hunting. It's it's designed to really, you know, give that information to help people feel comfortable about getting out. And, you know, what we've been doing is the kids' fishing event, and uh, that's, that's just a great, great uh, presentation that, that's happening on Sunday at uh, one thirty. Yeah. Now, any any time you can get down here, folks. We have seminars all day today by uh, people like Nate Felinski and Chad Lachance. And but tomorrow, Brad and I, it's kind of special to us because we came up with this getting kids in the outdoors. But maybe that means getting their parents. So that maybe means that their mom or dad is a beginning angler. So the seminars tomorrow are aimed at those type of anglers. And then, as Brad kind of alluded to, we have a giveaway. Um, some really special people have stepped up and donated. Eagle Claw, right, McGill, a local company right here in town, has donated 50 fishing rods to give away free. And in just a minute, Brad and I are going to tell you how your kid could earn a fishing rod. But then, Brad, other people stepped up for tackle for the kids. Um, 
ISC and Karen and I put together some tackle packs. I know Shields was generous enough to give a bunch of giveaways for the kids that you work with. And Jack's Outdoor Gear gave uh, a bunch of tackle boxes. So our goal tomorrow, and we'll, we'll go over how they do this, but our goal tomorrow is that somewhere between 50 and 100 kids, probably 50 to 75, probably closer to 70, 75, are going to leave with some free fishing gear tomorrow, and they're going to be able to get out next week and go fishing, and I'm excited about it, Brad. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, like you said, we've been doing this for five years, and I think this is the largest uh, support we've had from the industry as far as the amount of the number of giveaways and just the overall size of the giveaways we're going to be having for these kids. And, And so... What my seminar is, is is it's a let's get started. I'm going to talk about the basics, you know, of of how to get someone new to fishing, whether it's a kid or an adult, you know, some of the basic techniques and and some tips to make it a fun experience. And then we're going to provide them with some of that equipment so they can go out and have a great time, you know, when they start getting out there and enjoying the great outdoors we have here in Colorado. Now, let me, I'm going to explain how this works, and Karen will slap me. She's sitting next to me if I get it wrong, or you can correct me. But what's going to happen? Your seminar is at 1.30 tomorrow. Is that right? Yep, 1.30 at the uh, the fishing presentation uh, there. Right on, the at, at the fish- down on the right side. On the fishing theater. Uh, 15 minutes prior Brad's uh, seminar at 1.15, we're going to have first come, first serve lineup, youth anglers or youth wannabe anglers, little kids. We don't care what age they are, but they have to be with an adult. They can't come by themselves. So they have to have a parent or an uncle or a somebody has to be with them. Get in line. We're going to give out tickets before that seminar. And those, uh, and while they last, those tickets will be good for a free fishing rod or we may give a tackle box or something. But you've got to get in line. And then at the end of the seminar, we're going to tell them where in the show they can take that ticket to get a free fishing rod. Now, while they last, we have 50 fishing rods. We also have some tackle boxes. We have some other things to give away. So we're going to try to get stuff to as many kids as we can. And just yesterday, Colorado State Parks gave us a $120 family hang tag that you can put in your vehicle to go to state parks. So when we give tickets to the kids for the rods, we're going to give tickets to the adults, and then we're going to have a drawing. So one family, not only will their kids get fishing gear, but they'll go into a drawing that we'll do at the end of the seminar to get a $120 free hang tag parks pass that you could put in any vehicle. And I can't tell you, Brad, you and I, we've, I look back at some of the pictures of these kids before, and I am really excited about it. Oh, I am too. You know, I I really appreciate Parks and Wildlife stepping up. You know, this is the first time they've done that. And one group of, you know, family there is going to have everything they need. They're going to have a park pass. They're going to have the fish rods and the tackle to get out there and, and go enjoy some of the, the parks. And it's it's so much fun seeing the kids and the new anglers come down to this event because you see the – the enjoyment in their faces, you know, their eyes light up when they start talking about fishing. And, you know, even one of the more rewarding things is we've had some of those kids come back a year or two later and talk about what they learned in that seminar and how it helped them go catch fish. And that's, that's what we want to do. You know, we all started out fishing 
you know, it's great to be outdoors. It's, you know, that all of that's important. But the reason we like fishing is we do like to catch something. And I don't exactly. expect it all the time, but uh, that that's a key. Yeah, we're almost out of time here, but folks, uh, come down either day and say hi to us. We want to talk to you. But if you can come down tomorrow, if you have a beginning angler in your group, whether it's the youth, one of the adult family members that's just getting into fishing. We're going to have seminars all day. We're going to have some seminars by Amy Weingartner, just specifically for, it's kind of like where to start, but it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of times women identify more when a woman is giving the seminar and we're going to have just a lot of beginning techniques that you'll be able to use and go out and catch fish right away. Now, if you can only come down today, come down and say, hi, we have a, a lot going on. We'd love to see you. We've got a lot of more high end seminars today, Brad, I'm going to let you go and I will see you down at the show. All right, Terry, look forward to it. One other quick reminder for everyone. Don't forget your fishing license expires at the end of March. So if you haven't picked it up and you're planning to go fishing this week, you probably want to do that to make sure that everyone's legal. You bet. In fact, we'll see you, Brad. Thanks for joining us. We're actually going to be talking about uh, fishing licenses and the boat ramps opening a little later in the show. So stay tuned. There's going to be a lot to do next week on open water in addition to still some ice fishing in the mountains. But we'll talk, we'll remind you during the course of today about the kids giveaway tomorrow. We're so excited about that. 50 to 75 kids are going to leave with new fishing gear, and we're just excited about that, and it's going to be free for them. Uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to give away some tickets to ISE today too. And I would remember I would be remember that the time to line up to get the kids free fishing rods is one fifteen at the fishing theater tomorrow. So kind of keep that in mind during the show. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll join Parks and Wildlife on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on one hundred four three The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go to the phones, and joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Lauren Truitt. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. You know, every time we have a change in something, there's a lot of talk and a lot of confusion, and I really appreciate you coming on to kind of help clear up some things, and specifically we're talking about, I think it's called the Keep... Colorado Wild Pass is that the is that the correct name? It is yes. And and it's this was actually passed maybe a year ago in the legislature. It did yeah. So after um, about a year year and a half of kind of public engagement and outreach conversations with the commission, um, DNR, and kind of some of our, our core contacts in the the legislature, we passed the Keep Colorado Wild Pass last year. Um, have kind of spent the the better half of um, this, I, I'd say probably the last six months this year, this calendar year, really trying to hone in what this path does, what the price point is, um, and then also really looking toward how we educate all Coloradans on what this um, this path will be on their vehicle registration starting in 2023. Now, you and I talked fairly extensively earlier in the week, so people know. And we kind of went over this because I wasn't sure I understood all the nuances of it myself. Um, and we're going to add there were some questions that have come up on social media, and we'll kind of get into those so we can explain them to people. But first, what was the emphasis for this? Why? What was the idea behind this? 
That's a really great question. Um, as many of our, our sportsmen and women know from their support in 2018, we did the Future Generations Act, which really changed um, changed our ability to fund wildlife conservation and habitat com- conservation and restoration um, on the wildlife side of, of CPW's budget. So people understand, even though we merged in 2011, our budgets are statutorily separate. So the wildlife budget is separate from the parks budget. So that 2018 legislation really helped us um, change the trajectory of our wildlife funding and ability to really conserve the wildlife resources and the habitat of, um, of the state. So we're looking at doing the same thing on the parks side of our budget and really fundamentally changing the way state parks are funded, but then adding some additional buckets that will be supported through this new vehicle registration path. And so what will happen now, tell people in 2023, when you renew your motor vehicle registration, you'll have an opportunity at that point to purchase a parks pass for $29, is that right? It is, yes. The the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission just passed um, the, the $29 price price range. Um, it, the legislation said that the, the pass could cost no more than half of the current price of a state parks pass, which is currently $84. So we were really looking at anything $40 and under. And after we did a lot of modeling, a lot of public surveying, we kind of found a sweet spot right in there around the $29 to $32 range um, with a lot of people saying, I will absolutely uh, purchase this or I may purchase this or I'll possibly purchase this. And it really was all that price price point um, dependent. And so starting on January 1st, 2023, um, as part of the vehicle registration process, people will find a Keep Colorado Wild Pass on their vehicle registration. This program is an opt-out program. So at the time of paying for your vehicle registration, you can choose whether to stay in the program or opt out. Um, and, and I think what people really should know is once they've opted out, they are permanently opted out until they choose to be a part of the the state park system um, at some point in the future. Now, we got a late start today, so I'm going to be a little pushed for time, but I want to get to a few points. When you were modeling this, were there other states that have done something like this? Did you get some ideas? We did. So there are a few other states across the nation that have this vehicle registration as part of their state park system, one being our, our friends to the north in Montana. Now, Montana's state park system is, is very different than Colorado's. Um, and so what, when we're looking at kind of apples to apples, their, their price is $9 on their vehicle registration, but their budget and their operation costs for their state park is very, very different than Colorado's. And so, again, that $29 price range allows us to fund our state parks, um, provide the, the recreation services and the public safety services people expect from our agency. But additionally, it also helps share the cost burden for backcountry search and rescue. So as most sports people know that on their fishing license or their hunting license, they pay for backcountry search and rescue. But really, when we look at the studies, hunters and anglers are only about four to five percent of those backcountry search and rescue missions. And so what we're also trying to do is. Um, answer a very long time conversation of how do we get more people to conserve and pay for the conservation of our resources, but also pay for the services that hunters and anglers 
have been paying for for over a hundred years. Okay, so that's got- also, you know, kind of the the impetus behind this pass. Okay, I've got two or three quickies. We're going to have to keep them short. The first one you is when you when you do the motor vehicle, is there is there a tag that will come like with your tags for your car, a sticker, and will there be a way to so you don't have to pay double if your registration is later in the year? Sure. So for the first question, we're still working on whether it's a sticker or just part of the the license plate process, what you will probably see on your registration is the CPW logo um, indicating that you have paid for the state parks pass. So the Keep Colorado Wild Pass. So we'll have a a logo on your registration um, indicating that you've paid. And then um, we're still working on whether or not there's a physical sticker or how, you know, how that looks to get into the state parks, but we're going to make it as easy as possible. As for the second part of your question, um, we're, we're looking at a refund policy. So if you buy your state park pass in January, your vehicle registration is up in July. We're looking at how we prorate that refund back to our customers so that they aren't getting hit twice for paying for a state parks pass. Okay. Now the two other questions that we get a lot from the public on social media, and you can address as much as you can, but we're very short on time. One is, what happens if the revenue, if there's a shortfall because we're giving these at such low prices? I know you've modeled it. And the other one is, do you think this is going to stretch the resources by more people going to state parks? Or will the additional revenue help offset that? Great questions. Um, For the first question, we are being very conscientious of the possibility that we don't have the revenue. Although we feel very comfortable and confident in our Um, stakeholder outreach, there's always the possibility that it doesn't work. And so with that in mind, we'd look at a a repeal and going back to kind of the the current state park system structure. But um, again, we we feel really confident in our our path forward. So, um, you know, I I think there's always always a backfall. We have a a plan B in place. And then for the, the visitation piece, we're looking at the visitor experience. And so this pass would also allow us to look at shuttle services, um, really bolstering our weekday visitation, um, understanding, especially in the middle of the summer, those metro parks are, are at capacity um, pretty quick. And so we're also looking at the, the way to distribute people along the landscape, including opening new state parks where appropriate and where possible. So we're, we're trying to do this in a way where we increase access for Coloradans while also conserving our natural resources, but really understanding that visitor use management will be a, a key part, especially in those high visitation kind of metro facing state parks. So something that we're actively working on, we want to ensure that Coloradans have an enjoyable experience at their parks. We're out of time. Uh, if people want more information, is there anything on the website? Yeah, so all they need to do right now is um, type in the search bar, Keep Colorado Wild. Um, this next month, it will be a homepage feature, so it'll be easy access to information, especially as we start really putting some some fine-tuned details on how we're implementing, what that refund process looks like, and what people can expect as we go into 2023. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. We'll probably have to revisit this later in the year before it finally goes into effect, but I appreciate the update. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate you having us on.
You bet. That's Laura Truitt from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. We're going to take a quick time out. We come out, we're going to go back to Parks and Wildlife, and Travis Duncan is going to tell us about a new application on your phone that you won't have to have your fishing license with. You can show them on your phone and all that and more on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. We're broadcasting live from the Denver Convention Center at the International Sportsman's Show. I will be here all day today and all day tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow we're going to give away fishing rods and tackle to up to 75 kids. And I described that process earlier in the first segment, and I will describe it again at the end of the show. But I gave a time that you have to line up for the free tackle. It'll be first come, first serve until it's gone. The first one to text Karen at 303 313-713-1043 713-1043 and tell us what time you line up for that giveaway tomorrow is going to win two tickets to get into the ISC show. Now let's go to the phones and joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Travis Duncan. Good morning, Travis. Hey, good morning, Terry. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We ran a little long with, uh, with, uh, Lauren from the office. So we've got a short segment here, but let's kind of get to it. The main thing we want to cover is the fact that there's a new app out for people in Colorado that can really help organize all their licenses and things. Tell us about that. Sure thing. It's the My CPW app is what it's called. And, and you can find it if you go to uh, your phone's, um, your phone's app um, store. So if you have a if you have an Apple, you go to the Apple Store. If you have uh, Android, you go to the Google Play Store. But it's called MyCPW, and it hooks right in with, with your account with Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And so it'll show all your licenses uh, that you have and um, allow for purchase of quite a few of our licenses. But one of the coolest features of it is that you can get, not only can you get your fishing license through that app, but you can also display your fishing license through the app as well. And so if you find yourself out, uh, fishing and you and you uh, don't have your paper license on you, you can pull up your phone, uh, pull up the MyCPW app and show proof of your, your fishing license to a wildlife officer and, and that's totally valid and counts and so uh, it's just one way uh, you know that we can we can enter that 21st century of technology some folks might not always remember to grab their license but you, a lot of folks will have that phone in their pocket all the time and so uh, if that's you, this is a way to always have your fishing license on you no matter where you are well, you know, a great thing, too, our our fishing licenses actually expire for last year at the end of March. So next, starting sometime next week, you're going to have to have your new fishing license. So technically, I could get this app on my phone. If I'm heading out and forgot to buy my license, I could buy it right through my phone. Is that right? Yep, that's right. It connects right in with CPW Shop, how you normally buy your license. And you'll you'll still get a, a paper copy of your license. It's still the same license. Uh, but you'll have digital proof that you've got that license on, on the app if you download the My CPW app. So pretty cool. Yeah, so if I was headed out, say, next week, oh, I didn't renew my license, i load that app up, buy my license. I'll have it on my phone proof. My paper license will show up. Are you going to eventually add other licenses like non-tagged hunting license or parks passes? Will those eventually show up on here too? They will. And, and some of those are already available. So, um, but you can't get uh, a big game license through there. And that, uh, you know, we're working through the logistics of being able to, to show the big game licenses through the app as well as it's all, it's non-vehicle park passes right now only available through the app. So if you get your annual vehicle state parks pass, 
you can't get it through the app right now, but we're we're working on that, and and this is you know we'll be making updates and adding new features to the app as we go. Will Will the app also have like um, information updates, like fishing regulations or things like that, at some point? It will. Yep, it'll have it'll have access to that. You can you can link into the the latest fishing brochure, the latest hunting brochure, which is also available on our website. But you can access easily from the app. Uh, so you can you can check out as you know if you're a big game hunter, get into that what's new section of the of the big game and find out what's going on, or the what's new section of the fishing brochure, find out what the newest regulation might be. So yep, that'll be available an the app. Answer. Oh, um, Travis, we're going to run out of time here real quick. But first of all, I'm sure there's information on the webpage about this app. But real quick, for just a couple minutes, I also know that I, that Parks and Wildlife has a huge presence here at the International Sportsman's Exhibition, where we're broadcasting from. Will there be somebody down here that can tell them about that? And what else might they find down here? Yeah, definitely. Actually, I'm I'm at the ISC today, Terry. I need to come around and find you here soon. I was trying to call into the show from inside the building and was having trouble getting a signal. So I'm I'm just uh, stepped out on the balcony here, right here at 14th and South in downtown Denver at the Colorado Convention Center. So uh, definitely encourage folks to come out to the Sportsman's Expo today. Come by the CPW booth. We've got lots of folks over there with lots of cool stations. We've even got some new stuff this year, like a, a cool boating simulator game and uh, some uh, kids' craft activities, uh, as well as uh, officers who can answer questions you might have about hunting and fishing in Colorado. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Travis. Sorry we had to shorten it up a little bit, but I look forward to visiting with you today at the show. Yeah, definitely. It sounds good. Thank you, Terry. You bet. Travis Duncan from Parks and Wildlife. Um, we're going to take a quick time out. By the way, the winner of our first set of tickets, we'll have more to give away today. We're giving away the free fishing rods. You have to be in line tomorrow at 1.15, and we'll, we'll do a, a, a first-come, first-serve. We've got 50 fishing rods. We've got a bunch of tackle. We're hoping about 75 kids will leave, not only with some gear, but with some information we're going to give them on how to use it. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, Chris Steinbeck from the Blue Quill Angler is going to join us right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. You're just a teardrop in my eyes each night I cry myself to sleep. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. That song, by the way, is from Wickstrom and uh, Dobrit's EP on your favorite streaming service. Give us a search and listen. Let's go to the phones now. And joining us from the Blue Quill Angler is Chris Steinbeck. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. We're going to have to make it fairly quick, Chris, because we're going to be up against the start of the show. We're both out here at the International Sportsman's Exposition at the Denver uh, Colorado Convention Center. We've talked a lot on my show about what's going on over at the fishing theater and on the conventional side, but there's a lot here, too, for the fly angler, isn't there? There really is, you know, from casting demos, presentations in the adventure theater, uh, to great shops like Kirk's Fly Shop here at the show and the Blue Quill Angler. And uh, it's just, it's a fun event. And there's so much for, like you said, conventional angler and fly fishing as well. Well, you know, when I stopped by your booth yesterday, some uh, gentleman that most people will recognize, he's a renowned guide and author, Pat Dorsey, who's associated with the Blue Quill, was flying ties in your, right, right, in, right in your booth. 
Yeah, he is, and he'll be doing it today and tomorrow as well. BHC, uh, one of the best, you know, fly tires in the nation right there in person. And, and Pat's so good about talking and giving people tips and answering questions on tying or fishing or anything. He's a stud. So if a fly angler comes down here, are there going to be casting demos? Is there gear on sale, good deals? What would I find? Yeah, they're going to find good deal deals. Uh, like I said, Kirk's Fly Shop, Angler's Cubbies down here. Both of them have a lot of retail stuff. Uh, the casting demos, there's a casting pond in the show and um, demos throughout the day. There's a casting competition, carry, and that's meant for everybody, even if you haven't casted a fly rod before. Um, it's a very fun competition, a ton of prizes for everybody, and it's just such a fun event. So maybe I could come down there and embarrass myself. <laughs> you, you and me both. <laughs> my, my cast, you know, I, that's why I love fishing grasshoppers. I can plop them down, and I can, I don't have to be accurate. So <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. best. That's so are, best. are anybody from the Blue Quill doing seminars today? Uh, Pat Dorsey's giving a couple talks today, and Carrie Carriger. Carrie runs all of our intro schools that are uh, at the Blue Quill, and. You want to talk about one of the better teachers in the state. Uh, Carrie's going to be doing live casting demos. He does a presentation on fly fishing close to home, close to Denver in the metro area, um, as well as Pat Dorsey giving a talk on the South Platte River um, and tailwater fishing in general for the fly angler. Yeah, and what I really wanted to bring you on for was to let people know, because we talk so much about the conventional part of it, that we really... We really, there's a lot for the fly angler, there's a lot for the hunter, there's a lot for everybody else down here, and we're going to be here till, I think, till what's, a 7 o'clock today we're here? Yeah, I, I think 6 o'clock today, and then, uh, yeah, um, on, I think till 4 o'clock tomorrow. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to let you go. I was going to have you go give some fly fishing, um, maybe where the bites are going on, but people need to come down here and find out, then we'll tell them where they can go fishing. How's that? That's it. Come find us in our booth. We'll give you the most updated report you can have. All right. That's Thank you, Chris. That's Chris Steinbeck from, back, the Blue Quill, from the Blue Quill Angler. They're down here at the show with us. Um, Nate Zielinski is going to be doing a seminar after he comes on the show after the top of the hour. We just have a ton of things going on down here. Come down and join us. We're going to take a break at the top of the hour. We don't normally do that, but they're going to do the show with the national anthem, and I'd like to respect that. So we'll take a break. We'll come back right after 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock with Nate Zielinski on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan.